It's part of American politics. We love our polls. From local races to the national stage of the 2024 presidential election, Matt Towery and Robert Cahaley are churning the data so you can stay informed. This is Polling Plus. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Towery. Welcome to Polling Plus. I'm with the Bowtie one himself, Robert Cahaley. Robert, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This mm-hmm. has been a, I mean, crazy week in politics. I mean, it n- nothing even ever slows down. Uh, just every every week's a crazy week in politics. You know that. I mean, we're just this is remember, folks. This is the Twilight Zone election. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean. <laughs> There's is everything is for those of you who watch Black Mirror. This is a Black Mirror. This is just a show on Black Mirror. This is not a real. This is not really. Well, okay, so let's let's start out <laughs> with the big uh, polling news. The New York Times came out with a slew of numbers. I won't repeat them all because basically it shows Trump leading in almost every battleground state against Joe Biden. For example, in Georgia. They show him up by six. I can assure you that's humanly impossible. But congratulations to the Times for their willingness to be open minded. And, um, you know, I think Wisconsin was the only place where Biden was uh, oh, in by about two points. Yep. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that poll? Well, I, I mean, I think what I think generally about some of these polls, and I've noticed that both you and I have some of the Trump numbers good, but not quite as high as the rest of them. I'm, I think a little bit's artificial. I mean, we we know this almost like it is in business, the pump and dump. I think sometimes they create an artificial high so that they can talk about how he did not meet expectations or when the right. time comes to simply right. lower down. Now, this is, you know, this is speculation, but it it, it, it seems to happen a lot. Well, well, I want, by the way, I want to congratulate you. This is the anniversary of thereabouts. Uh, two years ago with the Virginia races going on, we'll talk about that in a minute, that you and I were the only two pollsters in America who nailed the Glenn Youngkin win to a T. Just want to remind you, I guess I, I, I guess I do a little bragging by congratulating you, but it was both of us. Uh, it it and, was uh, quite a special night. We, well, you would, th- well, you would think so that, so this is my thing about the times, you know, Oh, they, they just great pollsters. You know, they, they're fine pollsters. I'm not putting them down. They're ranked right with insider advantage uh, for overall accuracy. You're a little ahead of them uh, since 2016, or maybe I might be. I don't know. We're, we're 12, I think, we're, it goes like that far. Yeah, well, I think we're both. I think we're both ranked above them, if I'm not mistaken. But I might be wrong. So everyone thinks, oh, the Times. I know networks say, oh, we will only use the Times and Quinnipiac and the like. We can't run Trafalgar or Insider Advantage. Really? <laughs> We've done better than any of these idiots. Well, that's, but that's because that's, we're, that's, we're quote unquote Republican pollsters. Republicans. Oh, yeah, we're biased. Because yeah, every university and every media outlet, they, they can look past their biases, but somehow we yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? They're going to get to find out once again. We know what we're doing. I don't know about them. I, I think these polls are interesting. I think their timing is interesting. There's an obvious move on the Democrats' part to want to shove uh, Biden out of the race. There's panic everywhere. And a nice bunch of polls all dumped at one time showing he's not winning in any of the battleground states. Certainly we'll get that conversation going. No I, I still don't see him go still don't see him going anywhere because 
if you get rid of him, you can't get rid of the vice president. She's an African-American woman. They haven't woman. figured that out yet. They no, really don't understand get, that. <laughs> they, if they shove Harris aside, they can kiss the turnout of their biggest base, the African-American female, in some of these states like Georgia, like in Pennsylvania that you and I know so well. Goodbye. Exactly. It'll be over. I mean, right, yeah. right now we're looking at uh, Carnot West probably doing one or two percent in those states. They shove Carmel. Kamala side, I mean, it could be double digits. In the oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, no, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's I list, It's almost like we're pro football players listening to peewee football uh, analysis, but it is what it is. You've got to listen to this stuff because everybody's got an opinion, which gets to you. You have a new set of polls out as well nationally, which I have much more faith in. Tell me what your national poll showed. So our, our new national poll we released last night, um, uh, shows kind of a, a, a big, big change. Uh, we, we have for the first time, um, in second place is now Nikki Haley and not, um, DeSantis. And so, you know, we, we have, uh, Nikki at uh, 15, even DeSantis at, uh, 12.2 and Christie at 5.2, uh, Ramaswamy at four and, uh, Tim Scott at 3.7. And Could so you at least was, have said Christy weighing in at 5.2? Yeah, I know. It's terrible. but Because I don't pick on people for their weight. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> They're too close to home, nor, Matt. Too close nor, to home. Nor, nor do I. No, that's not the case. But but he is Ralph Cramden running for president. All right. Back to uh, – to your numbers. So yeah, it's, um, the, it's the first. It's the first one I think since the last one you put out that has Nikki ahead of DeSantis. Yeah, I mean, you and I are the only ones who've had the Haley rise. Everybody else is just sort of, you know, I mean, the media has wanted to do it because they they think DeSantis is going down the tubes and they got to have another alternative for uh, Bill Crystal and the gang to gather around. Um, which gets us to two things. First, I think we'll talk about Virginia first. So. As you know, it's no secret there are a whole bunch of rich folk in the Republican Party who are hoping that Glenn Youngkin will have a big night on Tuesday night, that they'll win the uh, Senate in Virginia, hold their house, and that he becomes now a superstar who becomes undefeatable in an ability to oust Donald Trump. Thoughts? Well, I actually had a conversation with a couple of uh, GOP major donors last night about this. And the one point I gave them was, you know, hey, I, listen, I'm a Yunkin fan. I mean, you know that. I, I helped him out in his first primary and uh, really big fan of the guy. And I think he's doing everything right. He's doing everything Republicans should in Virginia. He's checking every box. He's building coalitions. He's focused on early voting and getting the vote out. But I told him, I said, the problem is the South Carolina deadline is come and gone. So, if you're not on the ballot in South Carolina, the one that is so determinative before Super Tuesday, how do you build momentum? Yep. No one's ever not won that primary and gone to be president. Every president won it. So by missing it, I think he's already hit the line that he had. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can get right. in this late. We've seen people try to get in at, after Super Tuesday and all that stuff, and it never works. No. No, no. I, plus, I don't think he's crazy enough to do it. He's way yeah, he's too, too smart, smart a guy. This. Yes, I mean this is this is a this is a brawl with a guy who now is calling Nikki Haley the bird brain. How Trump came up with that one, who I have knows? no earthly idea. 
but, it, but, you, but you're right. It's like if, if Glenn Youngkin wins, he is a superstar who can call his own shot. Why would, yeah. why would he pick suicide? <laughs> it just makes no sense. I don't know. That brings us to Iowa. So the Iowa governor came out and endorsed uh, Ron DeSantis. And now I have a theory about Iowa that's a little probably. Oh, little I didn't see that coming, else. by the way. I'd 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 bet you dollars the donut she was going to pick Nikki. <laughs> so Nikki. That surprised me. Well, I think she's doing it for a reason. That I, I have this inkling of a feeling. I don't have any. There's this is not the pollster in me. This is the political uh, just. Gager. I have this feeling that DeSantis being on the ground in Iowa every day, going to all these counties, it may pay off more than anyone expects. And if he has a good showing in Iowa, you know, it, it, it could be a rejuvenation of his of his candidacy. Um, I think, you know, a lot depends on a lot of things. I don't know how, you know, I don't know much about this governor there. I don't poll Iowa that much. I leave it to Ann Salser, the gold standard of polling in Iowa, which isn't very hard. You just ask five people on the street because, after all, the demographics are all the same. But <laughs> I don't poll that state all that often, except in presidential uh, elections, and I do it every every time then. Yeah, you can, I don't know you how, can wait that how one between popular. bites of a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you don't even have to wait it. Just, uh, numbers. But anyway, so I don't know how popular she is, and I don't know to what extent. Well, I think she is popular. Wait, but do you think does it? I, I haven't followed enough to know. Does it, does does it transfer? Well, you know, it's not usually really common for the governors of Iowa to endorse people. Right. Uh, they usually kind of stay out of it. So I think right. it is significant. And I think you're right. I think DeSantis has spent a lot of time on the ground, and you know, gotten past that. I mean, people kind of perceive him as awkward, but when, when they get to spend time with him and, and when you, when you get to spend more than like five minutes to hear his position, if you've right. got 30 minutes to hear something explained, you'll probably yeah. like the guy a lot more than if you have five, he's not mm-hmm. an elevator speech kind of guy. Right. And I think, and he's not an elevator shoe sort of guy either. <laughs> 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 of course, which you know, apparently for somebody's height is just too close to home. Know, he's, he's been <laughs> wearing boots and they claim they had, quote, lifts in them. Well, if I had a dollar for every politician who wore lifts in their boots, we, I could at least go to McDonald's today. Um, well, I, you know, right, I no. was still, I was still up in the air. I was still up in the air. I'm not convinced that uh, – you know, I've had my numbers for Trump and I were not as not as robust as uh, some of the other polls. I think you've been the same. I don't think it really matters. I think Trump still probably carries it, but it could knock Nikki down. I think whoever wins Iowa gets some momentum. I do. The talk of the town going into New Hampshire. Uh, that's going to be, I, I would guess, whoever Sununu puts his arms around because he's, you know, he just wants to get rid of Trump at any cost. Yeah. Uh, and this field is trimming faster than I thought it would. Yeah. I mean, usually you think, you know, th- four tickets coming out of Iowa to continue. I, I think it could be li- as little as three. Yep. I think you're right. Because this, this um, field is tightening up fast. The RNC, with the, they're elevating the standards for this, these debates, is starting to eliminate more and more people. I mean, this, this ne- next stage is going to have less people on it, and the next stage will have even less. Right. Well, it's it, it's interesting as we look at the, with this, all this chaos going on around us right now that we still have the Israeli conflict with Palestine. And, I, you know, I don't think any of us believe that anything that happened this weekend 
with regard to the protest and the like, did the Biden administration any good whatsoever? I mean, it just now has become he really is between a rock and a hard place, politically speaking. There's and, no question. Uh, I just I just see this being the you know the the, the wedge issue, and now that now that uh, His Royal Highness Obama has, has 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 deigned to comment, and his comments were in essence that Israel was occupying the Gaza. I mean, it was and, I'm not saying I'm not going to justify, and they want to justify. Yeah, so well, look, everybody knows where he's coming from. He's a brilliant guy, and he and he does a great job of getting his things out there. But it, there's no, there's never been a question that Barack Obama has tremendous sympathies for the Palestinians. Hey, he has some soft spot for the Iranians, which I have no, I, I can never understand, and I think no one can, why his administration and then Joe Biden just as a as a redo decide they're going to give all this money to Iran, believe that they can trust them in having agreements, none of which ever happens. It just it falls apart. And um, I, again, I'll stop with this. I think the Republicans keep saying this over and over again. Right now, it looks like all of America supports the, the Israelis as the days tick by because the Republicans and conservatives will not run advertising. They should have shown on TV what these people did to those innocent folks at that music festival. They should be telling the story of the way they were brutally raped, fingers cut off, forced to die in their homes, people eating at the table after they get through. None of this stuff has gone beyond the usual conservative media. And so you got well, maybe, the polls, he, Robert. Even the, even, the reg, even the mainstream media covered most of this, but it, they don't continue to cover it. No. And, and they're focused on all these deaths, and they don't understand. Public opinion is swayable. I mean, and, look, and it's going to be swayed. Mark absolutely. my word. It's going to turn against Israel on this thing. Every week that goes by, it's going to turn against them. And then you're going to have a bunch of rich Republicans saying, what happened? Because you sat on your ass and you didn't do anything. You're too worried about getting a ticket to go see a dumb debate in Miami. <laughs> well, it, it is truly a shame. This is what we've been talking about forever. These guys all wait to the last minute to pour a bunch of ads on TV, you know, six weeks before an election. And yep. the fact is people's hearts and minds are changed during the year. And and, and then, and, oh, 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 and by the way, they get they get lured into a, a safety position. Well, the New York Times says we're winning big. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, there's no sense in writing a check now. That's right. They don't, I, that's why I think they inflate this stuff. I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt. And that's exactly well, what's happening. Let me just say as a disclaimer, not that we're saying they do anything wrong with their polling. It's simply when they choose to poll and how they do it. Right. It's you, not we're not saying it's inaccurate, but we are saying it seems to be a pattern. And, you know, Robert, I don't mean the interruption. Let's talk here. You know, when we get to the general election in the last two weeks, every number they produce will be a blue number. There's no question. And all of them. There's no question. And so this is the kind of stuff. And so, you know, we know what the truth is. We know what these people have done. And, and you know, I saw one of the uh, shows they were confronting these protesters that were uh, pro, pro Hamas and, and saying, well, did you know that this is what they did and showing them pictures? And it was freaking the people out. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. know this. Did you know they stand for this? Here's on their actual website. 
And so nobody is telling the story because they think it's, I, I think somehow they think just because they believe something that it will be transferred to the populace via osmosis, right. but it doesn't work right. that way. And how has that been working out for them in the last it has three not. or four years? Exactly. Okay, so moving on, we have Donald Trump's trial with, by the way, a judge <laughs> who looks like a very older version of Bob Denver who played Gilligan on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Look at him the next time you see him. Oh, he looks never like seen Gilligan. That thinking I, that now. I am waiting for Marianne and Ginger to come out with a coconut cream pie and Mrs. Howell and Thurston to show up and lay a little dough on him because he looks like Gilligan. And he acts like Gilligan, I might add. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Trump, if you don't shut up, I'm going to call the skipper. Well, we, <laughs> well, well clearly the professor's absent from this whole thing. Now, as a lawyer, um, I can honestly say that this thing, you know, I, 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 was, I, I just did uh, Laura Ingram's podcast earlier today and i we, we're all everybody on there was a lawyer and i keep saying why do we bother to go to law school why did we bother to go because nothing that we learned about criminal law or even about civil trials is applicable to these clown shows that we see right now uh, if it were me robert if i were putting on the defense for trump i think what i would do is almost like a it's almost like a countersuit the fraud that's taking place is not whatever numbers Trump put down. The fraud is when the state comes forward and values Mar-a-Lago at 18 million, which everybody in Florida is laughing their butt off over that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a fraud. That That is on its face a fraud upon the court. Hey, listen, for 18 million, you and I could get enough people to kick in to get, to get that. Gee, I'm down there tomorrow. Sell that thing for 100 plus. <laughs> I'm down there tomorrow. I don't even want anybody to help me. Hey, <laughs> I just want to own it. Hey, Matt, do you know why the yeah. Gilligan's Island was on so, TV so long? No. Because there were no lawyers on the island. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That's also why they never got rescued. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have anybody to advocate for them. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, uh, the Trump trial – you know, I, I, I don't think they, by the way, that, this is a pet peeve I have. I, so I've got this new thing called Flipboard. It is a app that you flip into various news stories. And it's a really great app. I, I recommend it to anybody. But just like every other app, nine out of 10 stories lean really left. And they're from news organizations that I've never heard of. I mean, I'll make up a name like the monger, the cuckoo head, the the chiseler, the where the hell have all of these news organizations, all of whom have journalists working for them, all, all of whom seem to have a breaking story, which always goes against Republicans. Where are the where are the Republican versions of this? Is it just the Democrats who's smart enough to take over the media and let everybody out of journalism school have something that they can? I'm the fishmonger. And uh, and they suddenly make it past all the censorship. No, Are you know, am I alone in seeing this? Have you noticed that it's like a media arms race? They figured out that if they shoot a thousand missiles, and that you knock down, you know, nine hundred of them, that's still a hundred to get through. I mean, right. they have literally used that that kind of strategy, and it makes proliferation sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They certainly have, and they, and it's working. 
it's working to their advantage. People don't know. So, I mean, you know, you could call it the, you know, the 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 the, the whiteboard messenger. I mean, it, it, just make up mm-hmm. anything you want, make it look well, news site, and then all of a sudden, you know, these guys are doing news now. Well, there is a messenger now because I know some guys who were over at Politico who jumped ship and they're over there now. So, I mean, it's 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 one after another. But yet, if conservatives have a new news site come out, the other conservatives get all upset. Oh, my gosh, we can't have another one out there competing with us. I don't know. I You know, it the media side of the way the Republicans and conservatives deal with things is back in the Stone Age. You would think Ronald Reagan was still president. Exactly. I mean, Coca-Cola yeah. taught us that you can have Diet Coke and Coke Zero and get more of the market <laughs> and than just one. And Fanta for people in Europe and all, of course. I mean, it But like just, when everybody just, else came up with just like one diet of their main, they did two. And they're getting a bigger percentage of the market because they're not really competing with each other. They're competing with everybody else. All right. Now let's talk about this upcoming debate. <laughs> Wait, did I fall asleep? Um, I don't think so. I can only imagine. I mean, I don't even plan to cover it. You know, I did the AI stuff the first two, and they, it went pretty well. But I have no interest in this next debate. Am I? Is it just me? Am I? I well, we all know I'm jaded and cynical. But is am I the only one who says I don't give a rat's ass about this debate? Well. Probably because the same reason you don't you don't really like wrestling that much because you figure that the outcomes are already set. But you know it's sometimes <laughs> worth watching for the fight, and I think this is going to be the the most attacky and fun one. I think this one is going to be people shooting missiles back and forth. I mean, it's supposed to be foreign policy, and mm-hmm. you know I love it. I think this is going to be coming out there with boxing gloves, and you know, well, what should be should be Nikki Haley's uh, strong point, right? <laughs> Well, well, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. She, I mean, she wasn't weak about her, man. she's always she was ambassador to the UN. Um, That's right. She knows. Well, how I don't to think do Chris it. Christie has any foreign policy experience. I don't think that um, Vivek does. Uh, by the way, Vivek, I may never pronounce your name correctly, but hey, you'll run again, and I'll get it right. And then, uh, who else is on the stage? You've got DeSantis Scott and DeSantis. Tell, Okay, how did Tim Scott manage to get into this? Now, listen, that I was the last-minute CBS four percent poll that came in yeah, yesterday. You know and if it, and if, if that had last poll, minute, it was the last poll of the day. Poll, it was unbelievable. If that had been our poll. The I mean, RNC saved by the bell. All over us, all over us. It would have been. We don't know how you got these numbers. Well, if we had been the one that came up with that. As a matter of fact, the true story. I actually got a call last night from someone supporting one of the other candidates cussing me up and down because my poll qualified Tim Scott and he wasn't going to make it. And I said, you're looking at real clear, clear politics, which rounds up. Look at my actual numbers. He didn't, we didn't have it for. And then I sent him a screenshot showing the right. CBS is who qualified him. And he simply replies with, all right, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, I'm not opposed to him being on the stage and perhaps if there's a smaller number, he can shine a little bit more because he has not been the most aggressive of debaters. He did uh, better the second the time least. than the first time. I'll give him yeah. that a lot better. Yeah, I thought right. he's certainly won the most improved award. Right, right. Well, so let's see, they won't have Pence. He's still gassing up his car. I think over at that BP station, he really needs to select a product so he can get the, get the truck out of there. 
<laughs> I thought of him today when I gassed up my car. Um, you don't have Pence. You don't. Who else are we missing now? Bergam's not there, and um, yeah. uh, Asa Hutchinson's not there. Has Asa, oh, Asa. Ever, ever made one? I don't think I so. I don't think so, no. So, no. yeah, I think that's the big difference is Bergam this time and Pence from last time. These, mm-hmm. these two are the difference. So as we as we get round towards the end here, uh, the Virginia races, uh, what are we thinking? Uh, you know, I haven't done any specific poll in there, but mm-hmm. I do know that everything – the thing about Yunkin is this guy is – you know whether it, whether it's his background in business, he he is a box checker, and he gets advice on what he needs to do, and he just goes about and does it. Right. And from I mean, you know, even even when the coming out abortion is fifteen weeks, I mean that's a seventy percent issue in Virginia, is fifteen weeks. Um, right. So everything he's doing, from the way that, that whether he's building coalitions with all aspects of the party, he unites Republicans in Virginia like no one has united them. Uh, he's done an incredible job from all accounts of getting these early votes out and encouraging people to vote early and doing the stuff we've been saying they need to be doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's, I think he's built incredible coalitions with parents that are not necessarily Republicans because of the parental right stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and as, you know, add to that, the, 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 uh, you know, the, the attitude that we're seeing across the country with African-Americans who were just saying, hey, we don't like what we've been treated. We don't we don't know that we got anything uh, that nothing has been. They don't see any real difference in their lives in the last mm-hmm. four years. And the National Party, it, this is going to tweak into this. And so, uh, you know, you have a, You have a low like you have in some of the other states already, a low African-American turnout. Republicans checking all the boxes, doing everything right, uniting. The, the crazy conservatives like us in Southern Virginia and the, the Beltway con, uh, Republicans, I, I feel like he's going to hold the House, and I, I'd say 50-50 he wins the Senate, too. Wow, that would be incredible. Yeah, we didn't poll it this time. I, you know, I think I polled for the Fox affiliate in uh, D.C. the last time in the governor's race, but no nobody to poll for this time, so they don't get my wisdom and pearls of excellence like just like you, so yeah. Nobody Good wants luck, to fall like fifteen states in it. District that's miserable. Oh God, I hate it. But trust me, uh, guys, we know this. I play golf every day. Do you think I want to ruin my golf pulling a bunch of Senate seats in Virginia? Nah, <laughs> I'll leave that for some younger guy. Uh, speaking of sports, college football, one of our mm. favorite subjects. Oh, nothing my, controversial. My, my Georgia Bulldogs got ripped off in the first college football poll in a big way. How in the hell did they think that Ohio State was ranked above Georgia? I, well, Where do they all, get that from? I mean, th- there ought to be certain respect paid to the team that's won the national championship twice. And had been on top of the AP. I mean, it's and every, hasn't lost a single game. And frankly, I, I don't care what anybody says, Mizzou's good. Yes. And they beat Mizzou soundly. And, yes. and I mean, like I said, I mean, I might just make it being a game cop making excuses, but that is one hell of a football team. Is y'all's coach going to hang on in, in, oh, yeah. in South Carolina? Oh, He's yeah. Good? Hey, okay. listen. He sounds like a good guy. He's just South building a program, listen, right? We're like a submarine, man. We can go years without winning. <laughs> we can stay down there 
We we set a national record for attendance the year we didn't win a single game. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Lou Holtz emerges. Um, so so um, also uh, Michigan, boy, have they got problems? Mm. Have you been following the uh, the uh, the taping scandal they have? Where they where, where I don't know the, much uh, about that one though. Oh yeah, yeah. You can watch that. So they're gonna. They're so they're. I think they're the number two team in the country in terms of quality. I think Ohio State's probably three, and FSU's probably four. Um, I don't understand. I think the, when the voting comes out this next time, if Georgia's not number one, then there's something seriously wrong with the college football poll, because the AP poll uh, showed Georgia getting the line share of the votes by the, by the writers. So I just can't imagine that they're, they're going to have the gall to put Georgia down again, but you know, they're trying, I, I think what they're trying to do, Hey, it's a little bit like the polling industry. Some of these polls, they want to mix it up a little bit, right? Well, and, and the thing is, it, it makes sense because the good thing about this expanded playoff is we're not going to have an SEC team, excluded because of a bunch of guys sitting there making a poll in the back room. Right. I mean, everybody who ought to be there is going to be there. And, you know, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any question. People are going to see just how strong the SEC is. Again, could very I well have three what, teams I, in, I, you in, know, in the playoffs. It's hard to three, it's hard to three Pete. And, uh, I've hard, got lots for the almost impossible. Like Bear Bryant, big deal kind of stuff, man. Come on. That's yeah, awesome. Cody, if Cody Bryant, Cody Bryant, who, he won't make sure he repeats three times. <laughs> you ever see him do his television show years ago? No. They, they had the set. This is back that in the old television. For our listeners, Bear Bryant was the greatest coach probably of all time. And one of the other great ones was my dear friend Vince Dewey. But Bear Bryant talked like this. He talked like a bear. He said, I think we're going to go with that and try to play that game. We can't. And he had a show that ran the 70s and the 80s, the Bear Bryant show, every Sunday. And the, the set was pretty simple. It was him and the other guy with golden flake potato chips and I think Coca-Cola. And the whole setup was the bear looking at the reel, you know, for the thing. And it, it, the bear would say to look at the guy, of course, it's all scripted. He's, was it Eli Gold? Hey, was it now too? I don't know. They Everybody looked old to me back then, Robert. Now we look old to everybody. But he got, he, he, the announcer, he, he said, he said, bear would say, Oh, that's just some of them gold fleet, golden fleet potato chips. He'd sit there and munch on these things, drink his Coke <laughs> while he's reviewing the Alabama play. He'd say, Oh, that was a tag. That was a goodie. That was a good one. You couldn't understand the man. He mumbled so much, but I, he was a, a great man. You great know, man. I only a show like that could have only survived before closed captioning because the guys would just quit. They would have oh, never yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. But those were the good old days. And you had nothing on TV. We watched Bear Bryant. We watched the Vince Dillis show, the University of Georgia. Yeah, those are all great times. Uh, but again, everybody at some point in time thinks they live in the best life and best time periods and everything's terrible now. So I guess we're, we're in that area now. I certainly think we're living the worst times I've seen in my lifetime. And on that happy note, Robert, any closing <laughs> comments? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I, I feel like we 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 live in times where it very determinative times. What we do in the next five to ten years is probably going to have an effect for the next hundred. Yes, and what takes place at this debate will have an effect on nothing. nothing. <laughs>
Just want to. But it'll be sorry, fun guys, entertainment, you, I think, because yeah, like, the twelve people, good fight for the twelve people watching it. I mean, on NBC. Oh, that's going to be a fair one. That's <laughs> you know what that debate is. That debate is the opportunity to try to truly cement a oh we finally have someone who's alternative to Donald Trump who talks normal and has sense and this, that, and the other. I mean, you're not fooling me while you're having it on NBC. Just, <laughs> it ain't going to work. Pack it up. Forget it. Go home. And hey, that at least, note, at least yeah. Chuck Todd's not going to be there. So <laughs> count our blessings. <laughs> oh, poor old Chuck. All right, Robert. Fun time today. We'll talk next week. Join us again next week on Polling Plus. I'm Matt Towery for the Bowtie Win, Robert Cahaley, and we'll see you next time.